Family from the Heart podcast episode number 241. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Well, hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Family from the heart. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. This, my friends, is the show that gives you the behind-the-scenes look into the lives of the Ravenscraft family. That crazy family that has given up on an ordinary way of life to pursue the lives for which we have been created. Living life intentionally, if you will. If you will. If you will. And if you won't, we don't care. I've intentionally been trying to sleep today away. I know you're not feeling too good today. I don't, and um, and that's okay. It happens, but I've, I've I have. It's not over yet. Dang it! <laughs> I'm trying. I know you are. <laughs> I'm not feeling too good either. Uh, so we're quite the couple here. Um, you know, quite with, the pair we make. With my frequent uh, visits to the restroom, you're not feeling well because of a certain visitor that comes once a month. It, you know, the pair of us. Um, make quite a couple today. Yeah, yeah, you know it happens. It does happen from time to time. Anyway, today, this it's good for you to come out of bed and to come and record this with me. You want to know why? This is gonna be one of your favorite episodes. I know there are no predetermined topics of what we're talking. We're totally winging it, winging, winging it. it, winging it today, which is fun. So I'm gonna start by saying, okay, the kids didn't have school on Monday, and it still is not Friday. How is this happening? It is the slowest moving week I have experienced since I was in elementary school. I mean, good grief. Why will this week not end? I don't know. I kind of like it when I know time goes by slow. Why? Tell me why. Because we're we're in, anticipating this weekend. We It's our first dance competition. Megan's excited. I'm excited. There's nerves that go along with it also. And so because there's something, it, it's like... It's like a four-year-old the night before you take them to Disney. It's like the night that will never end. This is like the week that will never end because I'm excited and nervous and have all of these emotions and things about this weekend. So this week is just dragging on and on and on. So have we talked about what's going on this weekend? We uh, talked in prior a little bit episodes? about last week, I think. Okay. But um, this weekend is Megan's first dance competition. And um, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm excited. I... I, I think it was actually during last week's episode that I re, I officially rescheduled my webinar. I think it was in the post show, but oh, was yeah, it so it did get it that that did get um, rescheduled. Yeah, I had it. So for those that don't know this, because um, I'm not sure if it happened before we we talked about it during the episode, but it was after we were finished recording that I said, you know what, I think you should just go ahead and change that. Ah, that's right. But anyway, I had a webinar scheduled for this Saturday. Uh, it, that was on my schedule before I knew the dates and stuff like that in right. my calendar. But anyway, I moved my webinar. Everybody was actually, you know, it was a, it was a good example for them because they they know how big I am on right. you know organization and details and and stuff. I said, listen, guys, I know you. Many of you are desperately waiting for this ScreenFlow webinar, but you're going to have to wait one more week. Right. And here's why. And and I explained. I just wrote a, an email that went out to everybody in the podcast mastermind, and I said. You know, for the first several years of my business, or one of the things I said is, I said, I know that I could actually show up late and my daughter would understand uh, and and she wouldn't hold it against me. But for the first few years of my business, I allowed her to sacrifice too much for... For For a 13-year-old girl, she has too much understanding about her dad not being there. Is that what you mean? Yeah, that's pretty much. And I said, you know, as far as I'm concerned... My desire is trying not to use the phrase "not right now" as often as possible. Right. You know, obviously, there's still going to be times, but it's fun. I this mean, isn't one of them. I think that I think I, I really admire that you did that. I um, am 34 years old, and um, my dad and I've talked about this before is a huge um, car enthusiast. He lo- he loves them, and every summer there is a show um, up up in columbus i think it normally is in columbus but it's it's the mopar nationals and he goes every year i'm 34 years old and i still have a problem with this car show falling on the weekend of my birthday yeah and i will never ever ever forget the year when i turned 13 
I got the thing that I wanted the most and then my dad left <laughs> and it was just so it's just I think that it's very important and here's the deal I love my dad very much yeah um and now it, as an adult as an adult I love that he has something that he's passionate about and you know that that he loves but I still remember that that day I remember it vividly and um and how he had to get on the road so that he could make it up there in time and all that stuff. So I, I really admire that you went ahead and scheduled that webinar. We could have worked around it. We've done it many times before. But um, but I think it says more about you that you moved it than yeah. not. Well, I'm very excited to have moved it. And and um, the opportunity to spend the day with Megan on Saturday is something I'm looking forward to. Especially to see a dance competition where I can take my camera. <laughs> yes, you can. I am going to be taking so many pictures. Yes, you can. Um, you know, there's another dad on the team who has been known as the um, as the team's photographer. Yeah. And I think you're going to give him a run for his money. Yeah, well. I, I do. Well, he's not going to be able to be there on Saturday. They're, their kids. Um, well, I'm not taking pictures have, of everybody. I'm only taking pictures of my daughter. You'll take pictures of the whole team. Well, it, right? when, when, well, when that's Megan's what I, there. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's okay. what I mean. And, um, but um, anyway, their kids have, they each have something on that day. So they have to divide and conquer and gotcha. you know, so that everybody can be where they need to be. But um, so, yeah, I think that you might, you might show them what it's really about. What do you think? I don't know. We'll <laughs> see. Just I'm, I'm going to go take some pictures by golly. I'm just I teasing. pay all this money for dance and I go and paid money to actually sit in the thing to watch a recital and I can't take a picture even without flash. I, I mean, come on. I know. But this, the competitions, I can take pictures. Yes. So I'm taking my camera. And um, you are allowed to take pictures and video during the rehearsal in the morning, mm -hmm. but you've never went to those. Right. I always take Megan to um, the recital rehearsals. And so, but I have my camera. And so this year I can take pictures That's and right. stuff. Yeah. You know, um, it goes back to some of the things. Now, I don't know. Did, when I was in Vegas, did you use your camera at all? I wonder. Um, We used my camera for something. I don't remember if it was while you were in Vegas. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. Because it just reminds me of why we bought why two we of bought the cameras. Why we bought two cameras, that we got. right. Anyway, if you guys don't recall or if some of you are listening in. But there was one time you were somewhere that I did use my camera a lot. Yeah. 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 So if you if you want, you can actually check out the blog post that I did about the cameras that Stephanie and I have. We we have two Canon 60D. Uh, I I would call them prosumer cameras. They're they're digital DSLR DSLR cameras. I can't talk today because of my bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> podcastanswerman.com slash camera. If you want to see the blog post and see examples of pictures that I've taken uh, before my camera and after. <laughs> right. So I'll let you take a breath. Okay, please and, do. Um, and I'll so the kids didn't have school on Monday. I mentioned that already because um, we were celebrating Martin Luther King Day. And um, his birthday was actually the week before. But um, And so in school... McKenna has been for the last several, you know, the week leading up to um, was learning a lot about Martin Luther King Jr. and a lot about civil rights. And um, and they read a book in class about um, Ruby Bridges. Do you know who Ruby Bridges is? No. OK. Ruby Bridges was the first um, African-American to attend an all white school. Oh, OK. OK. In the South. That reminds me of being a young white boy uh, attending an all-African-American all yeah, yeah. school. Except you were one of more two. in the North. <laughs> That's true. I was in the North. This was in the South. Probably in Alabama. Um, I don't remember where it was. Maybe it was Mississippi. Anyway. And um, so they learned about her and, and talked about her. And then to wrap up that whole lesson, they wrote her a letter. Okay. I'd like to read McKenna's letter. Oh, please do. Because we've talked many times about how McKenna is a great writer. Is this a letter have, to Ruby Bridges? It's a letter to Ruby Bridges. Okay. And um, and I've just noticed in McKenna's writing that um, she's getting more, she, she's thinking more before she writes, and um, she's starting to learn um, 
to compare and contrast in any so so i'm going to read her letter and then i'm going to say that this was written by my seven-year-old nice <laughs> okay yep dear ruby it was amazing how you went through that terrible mob when you were a little girl how you were in a class and school all alone that is something i cannot do why would you do that in my class, we are learning about what you and Martin Luther King Jr. did to change the earth. If it wasn't for you, I would not have met my friend from McKenna. Wow. Like that last sentence, it makes me want to cry that mm-hmm. she at seven understands that. And that's not something that they went into detail in like, I mean, they read the book and they talked about it and stuff, but just that our seven-year-old understands that she would not have met her friend had these things not taken place, had these changes not happened. And I think that that's pretty incredible. I think that is extremely incredible. And I love our kid. That's all. She's awesome. She is. And she knows it. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> or I guess fortunately. Uh, anyway, I wanted to share that. I thought that that was pretty cool. And um, I love reading her writing. Yes. I hope that we're, now I think probably now is a good time to talk about a certain movie that we saw. Yeah. And, and oh, you know what? I have great news. We'll, we'll do movie review. So I'm, I'm writing this down. And then afterwards, uh, B-Day. Mm-hmm. All right. So we'll, we'll, we'll start with a movie review. So we went uh, out on a date last Saturday evening or this we past did. Saturday. Because I told you on Monday of last week, I think it was Monday. Um, if you don't take me to see this movie this weekend, I'm going to go with someone else. Yep. This is your, this is your last chance. And I was clearly, I was joking. We had been so busy up to that point. We had not had the opportunity to, to go see this movie together. But I said, here, here it is. If we don't go this weekend, I'm making other arrangements. And, um, and so hold on. I'm totally, are you distracted yes, by? My- I am. I am. Cliff is making show t- a list of the show notes as we talk about whatever we're talking about, and um, it, it's causing some some laughter in the um yeah, Sean- in the chat room. Shonda thinks that it's funny, and um, I have to tell you that it's so fantastic because later when I post this show, I don't have to try to come up with the show notes, um, and even now, um. Authentic Life Radio isn't live, but if it was, you guys would see Sarah making the show notes as we're doing the thing. Oh, she does it in an analog way. She grabs a piece of paper and a pen. <laughs> she takes a pen and a paper, and Sarah takes the show notes so that they're easier to, um, so it's easier to remember the next day what we had talked about. I am a habitual note taker. Yes, you are. You so, you, oh, that's another one. Let me write that down. Okay. Uh, anyway. Financial counseling. While while we're already off on, um, are we off on a tangent? While we're, we're already talk on about our a movie tangent, in just a moment. We'll we'll get to our movie in a minute. Um, I just wanted to take a quick note and make a quick note and say that there has not been an episode of Authentic Life Radio last week. Um, there will not be an episode this week. Um, Andy's grandmother passed away. Um, last week they were saying their um their final goodbyes, and then this week was um was the services and so they were out of town for that um authentic life radio should be back next week um we just took this small break to um to allow them the space to, and time to say goodbye and and do what they needed to do yeah absolutely so but it will return next week it will return okay so back to this movie let's stay on target stay, stay on top oh man the best part about winging it is that we don't have to stay on target all right well then we'll just talk but if you wanted to talk did about target see, we could move to the birthday did you see this pen <laughs> i like playing with this pen is, let me see is that the pen i don't it's a pen well does it have it like, says something on it yeah this is an engraved pen that i got as a gift okay <laughs> just because we're definitely going to hold <laughs> off on this movie review <laughs> Anyway, it's it's written in um, Hebrew. Okay. And I believe this is the only... Um, it was given to me by... I can't remember his name. His, I think it's Marin, I think is his name. Anyway, he gave this as a gift to me for allowing me... To, or allowing him to use my Learn How to Podcast tutorial in an iPad magazine that he puts together. Okay. Anyway, 
Um, it's the one, I think he says it's the one commandment that every, that can be found, you know, it's the one tenet of faith that can be found in most every religion, or I can't remember exactly how he wrote it or said it. But anyway, the, it is Hebrew, written in Hebrew, engraved in Hebrew, and it basically is the one where it says, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Nice. So, so you shouldn't write a nasty letter with this pen. <laughs> exactly. Okay. But anyway, I thought that was a cool pen. It is a cool pen. All right. So, I like that. So shall we talk about... Are we ready? I, I am. All right. Yeah. We're going to talk about Les Mis. And Stephanie and I both loved the movie, but we have very differing perspectives on the movie. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Who do you want to go we first? Do. Um, You can start. All right. I will tell you that... Um, I was nervous going to the movie. I've already shared this in a previous episode. It was probably about two or three weeks ago that um, I had already previewed some of the music in iTunes for the motion picture soundtrack, the, the you know, the songs that they sang in the movie. And I wasn't crazy with how different some of them uh, sounded. We had one, uh, the innkeeper, I, I had joked mm-hmm. around that he sounded like Pepe Le Pew. You did. And it was the first time I ever heard the French innkeeper actually have a French accent. Um, so that was kind of funny and stuff like that. So I was really nervous being that I love the Broadway musical. I love the way that they sing it. And even though I go and see the musical several different, I've seen it several, so many different times, every single time, even though people's voices are different, they're always saying with the same arrangement. They're always saying in the same way. And they make sure that if they have somebody who's going to pay, play Jean Valjean, they play somebody who can sing the very powerful, heavy, very long-lasting notes that Jean Valjean has to sing. And um, so I was just really concerned. And I want to just say this. The first 20 or so minutes of this movie was painful to listen to for me. It was painful painful because the first 25 minutes of this movie are nothing but Hugh Jackman and um, Russell Crowe Russell Crow. Hugh Jackman playing Jean Valjean and Russell Crowe playing Javert now here's the thing I want to say first and foremost um, Hugh Jackman played a perfect Jean Valjean he looked the part from the beginning of the movie to the end of the movie, he was a believable-looking character. He was a believable-sounding, ca- or um, yeah, uh, acting character. His okay. acting was perfect. The, his emotion through the was movie was unbelievable. Was unbelievable, unlike any I've even seen on the stage. And when I say the stage, I'm talking about the musical. But his singing was not powerful. His singing was not awful. But his single singing was not powerful. He doesn't have that. He he can't really carry a, a prolonged. Uh, I don't even know what you call it, but he just cannot carry the power of some of the lyrics and the the music and and it really was. It was kind of weak sounding. His singing was to me through the whole movie. Uh, um, I think I think Hugh Jackman's. Jackman's Singing was weak through from beginning all the way through. From the your end. opinion of what you think Valjean should sound like, exactly. Uh, you're absolutely right. Uh, certainly, if you think of this as he, it's a di- it's the same music, same lyrics, but different arrangement and and a different interpretation of bringing it to life, then it, maybe it's not weak. It's it's just different. And and I I will give you that. However. Russell Crowe was awful. I mean, you could not have picked anybody worse to sing Javert. But you also couldn't have picked anyone better to play Javert. Yes. He was the best um, appearance. Um, He held that pompous attitude so well. Yes. Um, And while I agree with you about Russell Crowe, the singing was horrible. Terrible, painful yeah. at parts. Do you mind? Uh, keep I talking. I'm really going to pull it up because did, um, I really, I really did believe him 
as Javert. Like he was, he was believable. And, um, and I liked that. I love that they did not give him that hideous ponytail that every Javert I have ever seen mm-hmm. has had. Hideous. Hideous. So I wasn't distracted by that at all. And um, what else was I just going to say? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. But he looked the part. Right. He looked the part. So, so exactly. He did. Uh, I will say that I I did have a little bit of a problem at the early, at certain parts in the movie because his haircut is just like it was in in Gladiator. So, it's very similar. And so But he's I, quite a bit older. He is, but but I will mm-hmm. I will tell you there were there were times when I was actually seeing Jean Valjean and the guy from Gladiator. See, now I didn't because well, in this movie his hair's grayer. Mm-hmm. Um and you are forced to not like Javert. Okay. Um, whereas I really kind of dug the guy from Gladiator. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, well, here we go. This is, by the way, I'm going to play. One's the hero, one's the villain. Th- this is a little bit of Hugh Jackman and Russell Crowe. Uh, l- let me go ahead and do uh, what Russell Crowe. I'm going to do just okay. Russell Crowe and um, it's uh, Stars. I, I don't even know what song Stars is. Do you? Yeah. Okay. I do. Okay. I don't know the names of them, but. Uh, oh, I've got it muted. Here we go. In the dark, mine is the way of the Lord. Those who follow the path of the righteous shall have their reward. And if they fall as Lucifer fell, the flames, the soul. I know you don't like it. In your multitude. Just to be counted. No, I'm not, I, now here's the thing. If you listen to that, his voice isn't that bad. I mean, he's he's singing on key and everything, but this song isn't some tiptoe through the tulips kind of song. This isn't so. I mean, he's supposed to be this real scary dude, and his voice doesn't match the his look and the, the feeling of ominousness of that you should get from him. Here's the other one. Here is the um. Uh, Javert's suicide. Listen to this. It's just not powerful. Way to give the spoiler there, babe. <laughs> Can this man be believed? Shall his sins be forgiven? Shall his crimes be reprieved? I Must I now begin to doubt Who never doubted all these years It's just not, it's not powerful <laughs> enough. So let, let me go here to Les Mis and um, I hope... In your mind. This, yeah. is still, this is still all just your opinion. You know that it's not fact. Yeah. Right? So here, here's what it's supposed to sound like. This to you. The, 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 you gotta stop. I now allow this man to hold dominion over me This desperate man whom I have hunted He gave me my life He gave me freedom I should have perished by his hand See, Did you hear that? Hand. Yes, I did. his right. He, and he it, never carried it. He's a stage performer. I know. Well. Of course, not. But here it is. Listen. Instead, I live but live in hell. And my thoughts fly apart. Can this man be believed? And here's where he starts yelling. Shall his sins be forgiven? Shall his crimes be reprieved? You're annoying me a little bit because here's the thing. They're stage performers. There's a difference between... There's a difference in that. And I actually did not mind... Um, when Russell Crowe got to the reprieved part. I think that he did a good job. I think that he was emotional in in portraying... I mean, he is questioning everything he's believed his entire life. Yeah. He is crying out to God. I Am I wrong? Was I wrong? I mean, I get that. I got that from his performance. Okay. But um, 
I have, um, I thoroughly loved the movie. Um, I took a bucket, box of tissues because everyone was like, be prepared to cry. But then I sat in my chair saying, I am not going to cry. I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry. So I can, I can report Stephanie did not cry. And, um, but Cliff did. And I should have left, I should have lent you one of my tissues. <laughs> but, um, I did cry at the end. I, I loved this movie. I'm so glad that I finally got to see it. Um, I do agree that the first, I don't think it was 25 minutes it because I think like that it. you're dragging it out. Um, they were a little bit more um, painful. It took a little bit to kind of get the feel of the, of, um, of their performance. Um, and I'm sorry, I just got distracted. Um, it took it took a minute to to kind of adjust to what it was going to be. I had heard Hugh Jackman sing before, so I was not surprised by that um, at all. And I think the more it went into the story, the more um, in my mind as I'm watching it, he's becoming Valjean. Yes, that it started to change for me. Now, um, oh, okay. I'm not. I'm not done. Okay, keep going. Hold on, I'm not done. And and then and I think the hope for me came. In the beginning, when um, Valjean is walking and he's singing and you get to the bishop and the bishop is the Valjean that I saw and that I love. It was, um, I was like, okay, this is going to be good. That, that right there. I knew it the minute. You did. On the first note, I smacked you and I was like, that's him. It's him. And, um. The, the, the man who play the actor who plays the bishop in the movie. He is the Jean Valjean that's on, I think he's on our London, he mm-hmm. he, he's the one that plays on our, our CD that we listen to like every night of the year. Um, and also that we've seen several times on stage. Yes. So um, he's playing the bishop, but the, and he's singing the song, you know, that, that right. he sings, that the bishop sings in the Which play. quite honestly was better than the bishop on the soundtrack. I'm sorry. Yes. He did. <laughs> and, and it's like. He was like that was the first really shining light it in really this was. in the movie. So as soon as you get to there, it's like oh my gosh, somebody that can sing, whoo, um, and and it's like this is this is kind of a relief. And that's when that's when things started to turn around slightly. Then we we get um, uh, Ep- Eponine, no, no, Fontaine, Fontaine, and um, Anne Hathaway. She is stunning. Good. It was it was beautiful. I loved it. Um, and if I was going to cry in that movie, it would have been, it would have been during her song. It I I felt it in a way that I've never felt or connected with that character before. Yeah, and I do want to say this. I I still. I mean, I, I, Susan Boyles from mm-hmm. Britain's Got Talent, that whole thing. Yes. She did. I, I really love Susan Boyles and how she sang right. that song. And she sings the song like they do on the Broadway show. Um, so this is one case where the arrangement is so different and it is so unique just to uh, what's her name? Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. Mm-hmm. It, it, but her emotion carries and she's got a good voice she does so she she carried the emotion and she was able to sing the notes that were necessary mm-hmm. to be hit and that was very good the then things really started getting good when um you got into we we actually uh, the, the next shining moment they're like then all of it, this is when the movie all of a sudden said okay this is really good and it was the uh uh, young um, Eponine, Look, Castle they, in the Cloud. Okay, no, that's Cosette. Cosette, young Cosette. Okay, so they. She also was fantastic. That's what I'm saying. Yes, Cos- mm-hmm. the young girl Cosette was out of this world. She made the. F- it was Jean Valjean, Anne Hathaway was good, and then we had the young child mm-hmm. Cosette. Oh my gosh, she that was, was fantastic. awesome. That was fantastic. And then it only got better from there because then we had the adult Cosette. The adult. Played by um, Amanda Seyfried. Is that her name? Mm-hmm. I just know her as the Mama Mia, Mia girl. girl. I know. That's what you even said to me. 
Her name yep. is Amanda Seifert. Okay. She she sang amazing. Of course, I great. love Mamma Mia. I could yes, listen you do. to Mamma um, Mia over and over again. Um, Eddie Redmond, Eddie Redmond um, played Marius. He was Fantastic. awesome. Fantastic. Actually, everybody in the second, like, well, what we would Fantastic. call the second act. Everything after intermission. So, Which was terrible because you go to a, a three-hour movie mm-hmm. that you're normally used to seeing in a three-hour play, and there's no intermission. Uh, yeah, I know. It was weird not to have intermission. It was very weird. It was also weird not to clap after I, songs. I, I was having a hard time. Like I seriously wanted to applaud mm-hmm. after some of these performances, and... And you couldn't because you're in a movie theater. I yeah. did, however, applaud quite loudly at the end of the movie. You did. It was so good. But um, all so so basically, before we get to the the barricades and stuff like that, you had adult Cosette. You had Marius. He was amazing. Um, and then Font- Fontaine. Mm-hmm. She was very good. And she had to, Ebonine. Eponine. Sorry. I give them all messed up. The girl who played Ebonine in the movie has played Ebonine on stage. Yeah. So, um, she was fantastic. She really was. She was great. The rest, the little boy, um, Gavroche, Gavroche. he was so good. Gavroche was amazing. And, and really everything from when we get to the place where they're starting to talk about the revolution and the black, the red, the, 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 the rebellious people. I mean, all of that, Fantastic. every single one of them. Matter of fact, uh, I will tell you from, the part where we get to adult Cosette. So the after he saves Cosette and then it's like nine or eight or nine years later. Yes. From that point forward, the rest of the movie, I will tell you, is actually as good, if not better than the play, because everybody who sings, with the exception of Javert and Jean Valjean, has an amazing singing voice and we're obviously chosen to be in this movie because of their singing voice they weren't well i think they were but but um but i don't i mean i don't think hugh jackman or russell crowe were brought in because of their singing voice jackman has been on stage before right no he's performed from stage before and russell crowe may have also i don't know but probably he does have that training okay i just think you're being vicious and maybe and it's hugh jackman and i really want to kick you under the table well i mean come on it's hugh jackman cut him some slack just because he's hugh jackman (laughs) yeah okay he's australian but i mean but from the from that from that time through the end of the movie what i loved about this was i've you know we've seen the movie it brought it, it it almost brought like a a whole new understanding of exactly what's going on. You see, I understood things. more. I understood more um, watching it in film. Yeah, than, we, we than learned I a, did on the stage. You know, seeing the play as many times, you, both you and I mm-hmm. did not really understand what what was General Lamarck. You know, no, I knew about General Lamarck. Um, I mean, I. I listen to lyrics. Here's the big difference between you and I. I understand this. I think I understood the story better because I listen to lyrics and you listen to music. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. So I always, I always knew who General Lamarck was. Um, what I did not understand from seeing the play and listening to um, my soundtracks and, and videos and stuff is that the... Um, that the revolution end and that it all actually started at Lamarck's funeral. Oh, like okay. that's a, that's something that I had never understood before. And um and so I like I like knowing that now. Yeah. I do. Um I thought it was fantastic. Um please do not listen to um Cliff's review of this movie. Hugh Jackman is awesome. Um if only for the reason that he's Hugh Jackman. <laughs> and um and he does. It's kind of like you know. I we had a press screening um, several several years ago for the movie The Last Song, with Miley Cyrus in it. I am not a huge Miley Cyrus fan, mm-hmm. but Megan wanted to see this movie, and we had the press screening. So I so I decided to take her, and um, her performance in that movie was so good that I stopped seeing Miley Cyrus and I started seeing Ronnie, the character she was playing, and and I. And I can honestly say that I had that feeling. You know, I had such an idea of who Jean Valjean should be to me. Mm-hmm. But I was able to let that go and enjoy Hugh Jackman's 
portrayal of that character. Right. And it was fantastic. Yeah. No matter what Cliff says. No, I I'm I think his portrayal was great. I just didn't think his singing was all that hot. And um so But the movie is amazing. The movie is great. As soon as, as soon as you get to, as soon as you get to the bishop, things start to brighten up. Then when you get to young Cosette, it even gets better. That's why I like him, Mike. Mike in the chat room says he was authentic. Yeah. And then everybody else. The, it was the, fantastic. The, the rest of yeah. the movie was just out of this world. And it, it it brought so much of the barricade to life. It brought the. Really did. You know, the drink with me song to life. It brought all of those relationships. Excuse me. All those relationships to life. The only thing is, and, and this is a family show. And so I won't say it the way that I said it in the car. <laughs> and it can't be the title of the episode. Dang it. It so would have been good. <coughs> but let's just put it this way. In all the... I don't ever remember seeing Santa Claus. There was no Santa Claus on stage. Nope. And Santa Claus didn't... Well... He have did. as much fun as the Santa Claus did. Okay. Enough said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That was a little. Uh, that was yeah. That was out there. It was. But the but the movie is amazing. It but it was really, funny. It, it it was funny. But it was amazing. It was a, a great movie. I highly recommend it. I can't wait to see it again. I highly recommend it. We may in fact own it as we do Phantom. I I, I would imagine we will. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. So. So there you go. Then you made a note about your birthday. I do. Which but, was the following day. Well, oh, did you want to talk about something else? I, well, I do. We are we are now. Oh, you want to play your you want to play. Oh, you want to play your commercial. We have a commercial. We have a commercial. Are you ready for our commercial? Sure. Have, you haven't heard the full blown Cliff and Stephanie version, have you? I have. Have you? I have. Oh, OK. Well, never mind then. Well, but nobody is, else has. Nobody else has. So I'm going to play it right now. Here's our commercial. This summer, join Cliff and Stephanie and the GSPN.TV community for the dream cruise of a lifetime. A four-night cruise to the Bahamas on board the Disney Dream Cruise Ship. With many exciting features and plenty to do for both adults and kids. Enjoy the world's first onboard water coaster, the Aqueduct. Become a detective and solve mysteries with enchanted art. Spend the whole day on a private island. Watch magical fireworks from the ship. See Disney-style shows with all the characters and much, much more. (laughs) We are planning to make this community event the magical experience of a lifetime. For booking details, head to gspn.tv slash cruise. There you go. That is our commercial for our cruise. It is. Of a lifetime, my friends. If you want to find out more, head over to gspn.tv slash cruise. And I do want to say that, um, you know, if you are traveling alone, I do happen to know that we are looking for one male uh, uh, attendee, if you will, or a traveler or cruiser with us. Um, Jeff Gentry has paid for a room and you have to pay for a full room, whether you use the other occupancy or not. So um, if anybody's out there, you're a single guy and you want to come on the cruise and, and save some money, uh, send me an email, cliff at gspn.tv and put roommate in the subject line and I'll get you connected to Jeff. Absolutely. But the uh, cruise is coming up soon. I know. It'll be here before we know it. It seriously will because January is almost over. Yeah. So uh, just check, check that out. gspn.tv slash cruise. Slash cruise. Slash cruise. Slash cruise. All right. Uh, Stephanie. Yes. My birthday is over. Sorry. <laughs> it's done. You got to wait another year to get another one. I know. It was a special day. I I, I I felt very special. I took the entire day off. Of course, it was a Sunday. It was a Sunday. That's your day off anyway. <laughs> exactly. First but time. But you had talked a little bit about working and. Yeah. Um, still not quite all the way caught up from right. my Vegas trip. But anyway. Although I still would have liked to have seen the email that you would have had to send to whoever you needed to send it to to say that my wife threatened me with a sharp knife that I'm not allowed to work on my birthday. So this deadline must wait. Oh, okay. Do you remember? No. You said you had to work because there was something due for the platform conference. Oh, yes. And that I threatened you while holding a sharp knife. You were not working on that day. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. Anyway, that would have um, been a good email. So I didn't, <laughs> I didn't work that day. I did lay in bed for an extended period of time, though. Quite a while. For a, quite a while, because I woke up and I and I thought to myself, I'm forty, and 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 you know, I, and I know that forty is not old, 
But 40 sounds so much older than 39. Okay. It, it, it's like, it, it's like, you know, it's, it's like, okay, I'm 30. That's not a big deal. I'm in my 30s now. 31, I'm still in my 30s. 35, I'm still in my 30s. You know, it's not a big deal. Yeah, and you're 38, anymore. I'm still in my 30s. 39, I'm still in my 30s. And then all of a sudden, just one night, I wake up the next morning and I'm 40? 40 years old? I mean, 40 years. When you when you talk about something, it's like, that was 40 years ago. Wow. You know, 40 years is a long time. Yes, it is. And I'm like, wow. And what what's amazing is... There is there are times in it, not anymore, but there have been times in my in my in the past couple years where you know I work with people who are older than I am, and I'm helping them, co- coaching them, and consulting with them, sharing my experiences and giving some advice and thoughts based upon you know my online experience of growing a business and stuff like that, you know, and they've been in their fifties and some of them even in their sixties, and and they they're coming to me for wisdom and advice, and I'm thinking. You know, the, how is it these these people? I mean, I'm just this young guy, you know. And, Not anymore. And I, you know, and and even though I was in my 30s, I didn't, I didn't even think of the guy who's you know, because it, it's like you know what what's what's 30 years of experience? I'm just in my 30s, and then all of a sudden it's like, whoa, I'm 40. It's like, yeah, I, I guess I guess I do. I've had some life experience. Now. Well, here's the thing: you've only got four days of experience of being 40. I know. So really. But I, I guess what I'm saying is I no longer, it, it, something flipped in my mind and I, I'm no longer that young guy who's his, in his 20s or so 30s. So this is the year that it happens. Like, I remember when I turned 13, everyone asked, do you feel any different? Yeah. Well, no. When I turned 16, do you feel any different? When I turned 18, did I feel any different? No. So it's 40. For so that's, me. For me. For you, that's the year that to, you woke up and you felt different. I woke I woke up on Sunday and I I li- I, I didn't feel different. I thought different. Because if somebody was to ask me, how old are you? And I say 39. It, it it was, that's one, when I hear, when I say 30 anything. Well, you could stick with 39 because that's how old your mom thought you were turning. <laughs> yeah. But, but when, if you were to ask me how old I am now. Poor kid, your say, mama doesn't even know how old you are. And when I say 40... I'm like, wow, because and, and yeah. there must be something that goes back to my childhood of or when I was growing up and, and, and dealing with some people and and thinking of people and, and hearing somebody say, I'm, you know, he, you know, how old are you? Right. And they say, I'm 40. And I and just, something must just have, something right. something must have been clicked in my head that, wow, you're really old. <laughs> you know, <laughs> when I was maybe in like 13 or 14 years That's old, so it's like, funny. I can't imagine being 40. You know, the funny thing is, is that all of this build up, you know, we've been building up to you turning 40 here for the last like two or three years. You know, I've been avoiding telling people what I do. Megan was Megan would say so when he turned 38, Megan's like, Dad, you're 40 minus two, you know, and. So there's been all this buildup. And then Sunday, she's like, wow, he's actually 40. But um, Matthew has been teasing you for a few weeks that you're turning 50. And and so he must really think 40 is old. <laughs> and so the other day, um, it was just he and I, and we were uh, running some errands. And he said something about you being 50. And I said, to stop it, because that made me married to an old man. And, um, and we're just joking because I don't even think 50 is old, but um, I don't either anymore, which fun. is really weird. So so I asked him, I said, well, Matt, how do you think I am? And um, and he said, 32. I said, OK, I still love you. I'm actually 34. He said, I was going to say 38. I said, then I'd make you get out in the cold and walk home. <laughs> he chose wisely. I mean, you get out and walk. Yeah. But um. I don't think 40 is old. I, I, I'm not saying that it's, I, I, I really, I'm Your not, body might be telling you 40 is yeah, old. Well, my, that's, that's, that doesn't, has nothing to do with my age. It has more to do with my, my, uh, my habits. I don't know. My body's telling me I'm old and. I, I'm not saying that 40 is old. What I'm saying I know. is that 40. You feel different. Four, I don't, and I don't feel different. I think different. I, it, I it, it is totally a mind. Okay, thing. I get, but that's the difference between a man and a woman. You okay. would say think, I would say feel. Okay, that's it. Yeah, but but so so for me, you feel with your thoughts. I feel with my feelings. Okay, got it. Gotcha. Feel for me when I say feel, it's it's like physical, you know. 
anyway right. it doesn't matter <laughs> but so, so i'm not saying Sunday. i'm not saying 40 is old i'm just saying that 40 in my mind means something different that's four decades that i've been alive that's 40 years ago i was born i mean it's, i you know what i know it is okay here's what i know it is it, it's all the time. I, I used to be a history major. When I was in college, I was a history major. Mm-hmm. And when I, it's like, you know, and it's like, and this happened over 40 years, you know, it's like, and then 40 years later, it's like, gosh, that's like forever. And You've been alive for like forever. I, that's exactly what I'm saying. It's like 40 years. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and, and, and today I, I do life with people who are in their fifties and, you know, sixties and, and it's not a big deal. But um, although I will tell you that at this stage in my life, I am noticing some friends that are, you know, that are pretty close friends now that that are passing away. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, David Foster last year, um, uh, you know, Barry Morgan last year and, and stuff like that. And so you start to th- you, you not only start to think it's like, OK, what's the average life expectancy, you know, and. And, uh, you know, and I think about the way that my dad takes care of himself and what he, I think he just turned 65. Uh, Which dad? My, my real dad, my biological dad. He's not 65 because Jack's not 65. Uh, my dad turns 65 next month. Doesn't he? I thought he turned 63 next month. I don't know. Anyway, um, well, then he's 60. Because your dad is 10 years older so than my dad. The, 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 here's the thing. The, the fact that my real dad's still alive with the way that he's treated his body, then I, I, I suspect I'm going to live a little bit longer, right? Well, that but is your hope. That's my hope. But but even still... But nothing is guaranteed. Nothing's guaranteed. I know that. <laughs> but when you think, it's like, okay, what you know? what are my chances of making it to 90? Uh, you know, it, it, I don't know if I want to make it to 90. And, and and then all of a sudden it's like, okay, well, 70 or 80. And, and I'm thinking, okay, well, wow, I've lived, you know, if, if we go around those, I've lived half my life already. I'm, I'm, yeah, it's like, wait a second. So You're I, halfway done. So I'm, you know, as you can imagine, I'm, I'm like in bed. I'm like, you know, I'm just going to lay here. <laughs> I'll let you. And you did. You, I got up, went to the grocery store. Yep. Was uh, productive. I cleaned the house. Yeah. And I didn't do much. Made your roast. Yes, you did. Which is your I, favorite, right? I, Isn't I, that your favorite? Yes. I so had, I didn't even have to ask you what to fix on your birthday. I already knew. Stephanie fixed me a pot roast with um, mushroom ga- gravy and lip- with Lipton soup in it. Lipton onion favorite. soup. Yep. Uh, and she made, <laughs> I can't talk without coughing. Potatoes and carrots and Yorkshire pudding. And Yorkshire pudding. It was awesome. I love, love love Yorkshire pudding. Yes, I know you do. And if you guys haven't ever had Yorkshire pudding, you should just look it up, get a recipe, get yourself some good mushroom gravy with uh, Lipton onion soup in it. And it's just, I could eat that for dinner just alone. The uh, I think I could too now. It, it's good stuff. Yeah. But anyway, um, and then I got an awesome birthday present from my family. And uh, I got myself... Or no, my my family got me, uh, and it was a surprise. Yeah, that's the thing. This was a gift that you did not get yourself. I did not get myself. We got it. For I you. wanted to get it for Christmas for myself a couple years ago, mm-hmm. like two years ago, I think. Mm-hmm. And it was a chair. It's a, it's a leather reading chair with a really big leather ottoman. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I <coughs> I was in bed, and you guys went out and got it, and uh, asked me to come out into the living room, and there it was. There it was. And it is awesome. It's the same exact chair that I wanted two years ago, but never did get. And um, and it's cool. And it's my chair. It is. It is your chair. Yeah. And I, and I love it. It's not a lazy boy because I didn't want no, I'm, I'm not one of those guys that want a lazy boy. I just want to I want to have a little corner in my house where I have my leather, very nice, comfortable reading chair where I can put my feet up on a big, gigantic ottoman kick back and read a book on my iPad mini. Yes. Bertha. Bertha. <laughs> you got to tell them why it's called Bertha. But uh, anyway, that was my birthday. <laughs> it was. It was a good day. It was a very good day. Um, I had I had fun and the kids had a good time. Um, it, was, it was a very good day. It was. It was. So why her name is Bertha? Yes. Because it starts with a B. <laughs> and then when I need to call your other woman bad names, I, I can do that. 
I, you can call her something that starts with a B. Other than Bertha. Gotcha. Yes. And it's not Brat. <laughs> <laughs> it's called. So, um, it's, uh, it was a great day. It, it's been a good week. It's just been a long week. It has. And, and you know exhausted. what? I like, I really like long weeks. I really do. I'm glad that the weeks are, are dragging by because I'm getting old. And, so, and you need time to move slower. I will. Well, no, here's the I, thing. I just, I'm not nearly as old as you. <laughs> I'm at I'm at the place now where I, I'm at the place now where I am trying not to be eager about the next thing. Right. You know, it's like, oh, I can't wait until New Media Expo. Oh, I can't wait until the platform conference. Oh, I can't wait to San Diego. Oh, I can't wait to the cruise. It's like, I don't want to wish my life away. Well, no, I, I, spent I don't want to live years, like that. I know, but I spent too many years doing that. And now... I realize I've been living from I've been living for hilltop to hilltop to hilltop experiences and not enjoying life along the way in between. And I am. And and then when I look back, it's like, man, the time has flown by. And now, you know what? I'm I want to be more. I want to be more in the present and I want to just enjoy. It's like, wow, what a blessing it is that today drug on much longer than any other day has in a while because that gave me more time to enjoy this day. Right. Does that make sense? It makes sense for you. Yes. Even though I'm not it feeling does. good this week. Still. I, um, and, and see, I don't think I live hilltop to hilltop. I, I live more in the present. So I'm not looking for, I mean, obviously I'm looking forward to this weekend and I think that's why this week is moving slower. But, um, but I don't like looking at a week going, oh my gosh, why aren't you over yet? <laughs> it's just that kind of that kind of feeling. So yeah. Carol's got a question. She asked she'd get two questions. Number one, does any is anybody allowed to sit in my chair? Um Technically I, no. Technically, I mean I haven't forbidden anybody to sit in my chair. McKenna really likes to sit in my chair. Um it, it, I haven't really forbidden anybody from sitting in my chair. But my chair is always my chair when I want to sit in my chair. That's that's the rule. Pretty when, much. If you're sitting in my chair and I come in and I want my chair. You have to give it up. You're going to have to give it up. Yep. So that's and, how it and, goes. And, and, I, and I really like it because it's in a place in our in our living room. I actually kind of like it where it is um, or in, in the other corner. I think I, I'm going to move it just to you, see what it looks like. OK, but if you do move it into the other corner I where know. you can't see can't the see TV. The st- because with it being not facing the TV, it's your reading chair. That it's was my the whole reading point. chair, and the kids won't automatically go to sit in it when they're going to watch TV. Right. So. But yeah, that was the point was for it to not. So she asked that question, but uh-huh. she also asked, "Did I give up on my Kindle?" And the answer is yes, I have given up on my Kindle Touch, but that's just because I use the Kindle app on my iPad Mini. Right. And I, it, 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 I am, I am back. Actually, I'm in the middle of reading a book right now. Yes, you are. It's called The Icarus Deception by Seth Godin. So that's what I'm reading right now. But yes, I have given up on my Kindle Touch just because, um, my Kindle Touch with the leather Amazon official case with the light in it, which I would always have on my Kindle Touch, my, it is actually about the same exact footprint size. I mean, at, at the dimensions with the case. And the iPad Mini are almost exactly the same. And the iPad Mini is actually even lighter. Yes, and, it is. Um, and he knows this because he actually weighed them on the scale. I did. Because I'm like that, you know. That's how I roll, yo. Obsessive compulsive? Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's me. We know. That's me. Um. So do we have just a minute to talk about another thing? I don't know. I don't know where we are. How- We've got time. Okay. Um, so we talked a little bit last week about um, Matt's grades, right? And having to give him a discipline. Oh, yes. Um, our school, did I talk about Infinite Campus at all? I don't remember if we talked about it or not. I don't. And I apologize if I did already because I'm going to talk about it again. Is that our our um, school district um, offers this thing called Infinite Campus um, Parent Portal. And I have I have a login, I have a password, and I can log on. And then um, I choose my student. All three of my kids are on the same, you know, they're all connected to my account. So I log in and I choose a student. It shows me their, it shows me their grades, all of their grades. It is showing me um, the, the, previous term mm-hmm. grades 
how they ended the last, you know, the last three terms. Um, it's showing you their in progress grade for this term currently. Um, I can see, I can see their attendance. I can see assignments that are due. Um, we can we can go in and together look at and when I say we I mean me and Matthew we go in and look at together like okay um, they posted your um, social studies test and um, you know he got I don't remember what it was but there was a study guide that he got 10 points out of 10 points so he got a 100 percent um, and and this is really working for him in that he knows where to really put his focus Right. Like right now, his focus really has to be on social studies. And um, and so he knows that. So he's really trying to really pay attention in social studies and do these things. And it's really, really awesome. Um, I really like it. I'm really glad that um, our school is offering something like this. And, and if and he when he turns like if he turns in an assignment today or has a quiz today, They'll post it today or tomorrow. Today or tomorrow. And you'll immediately see how that affects his current grade. Yes, it, w- it changes his current grade as it goes. And, yeah. and that's something he came to me. He and I actually went out the other night mm-hmm. uh, to dinner, just Matt and I. And we he, he told me, he says, I really like that mom can see my grade and that I can go in and see exactly how things are right now rather than kind of just getting a feeling for how things right. are. Because then it, it tells me where I need to focus more attention on. Right. Absolutely. And that works for him. And he says that. And it, and it's the same. For, I mean, I'm that kind of person, mm-hmm. too. It's like, you know, tell me tell me where I stand. You right. Know, it, I need to know. I'm a competitive person. If I need to work and f- focus more in an area, I will. But just to tell me, hey, you know, at the end of six weeks, I got a D right. or an F. I'm like, come on, tell me, you know, I, I can't, or just just to give me, it's like, wow, you failed this test. Oh, you didn't turn this in. We're going to take this off. Well, that means nothing to, to that means nothing to me unless I actually see overall what is my grade as a result of what actions I just right. took. And and we can see that. That's pretty and awesome. And we can see it for all three kids. I wish I would have had so. that when I was growing up because it's pretty cool. Of course, in, from high school all the way through college, I had a 4.0 GPA. Yeah. Megan has a 3.8. That that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. But but prior but prior to ninth grade, I did not have a 4.0 GPA. I know. I was a straight DNF student. Matt's doing better than you did. Yep. He is. Um, He's doing a lot better. That's why I don't give him a hard time about grades. I don't. Um, I know you don't give him a hard time either. I but. give him a hard time about focusing mm-hmm. and um, understanding that his focus needs to be more than in just his the computer sc- games. The school made a huge mistake a long time ago. This is why my grades are what they w- were, what they were. Okay. School made a huge mistake. I learned somewhere in a conversation that no grades whatsoever, none ever, zilch, nada, not a before the ninth grade, nothing prior to the ninth grade will go on, will ever be looked at by anyone ever anywhere. And all that matters is that I actually get from this grade to the next grade. Right. And all I need is a D or better average overall. And I get into the next grade. And by golly, I shot for that nice old D that would get me to the next level every single time at the end of the year. Boy, did I make it. Good. Eighth grade, same deal. Ninth grade, they told me, you know, I knew knew for years that starting in the ninth grade, things mattered. 4.0 GPA all through high school. 4.0 GPA all through college. Tell me what matters. If you tell me exactly. it don't matter, why are you wasting my time? Exactly. I ain't got, I ain't got ain't ain't nobody, nobody got, got time, time for, for that. that. All right. Ah, <laughs> uh, anyway. Infinite Campus. It's Infinite, pretty cool. Yes. Keeping up with Matt's grades. And th- yes. are you using it with the other kids? I, well, Megan doesn't need it. I just told you what Megan's GPA is. Well, I know, that, but is she like and watching that, her grades? As she, they, no. She could. She doesn't care. She no, Megan she's is an a, overachiever. She's a classic overachiever. I think she has her um if the court if the semester um or term or whatever it's called, if the term ended today, mm-hmm. Megan would have a one hundred ten percent in social studies. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> that that is what her current grade in social studies is. Gotcha. She has a one hundred ten percent. 
That's hilarious. And um, she gets upset sometimes. I, I got to get this. Done. It's like, listen, it, those grades don't matter. Don't worry, don't, don't worry about it. Yeah. You can't tell her that. <laughs> I do she, tell her that. You do. I know. But she doesn't take that in. Is what I mean. Yeah. Oh, OK. I see what yeah. you mean. She, you can tell her, but she's not going to listen. She ain't going to listen because yeah. she ain't got time for that. <laughs> she ain't nobody got time for that. I got to study for this test, Dad. She's a classic overachiever. Yes, she is. And worrier. Well, there you go. We winged it. We winged it. And it was good. It, and it was good. You See? told me I was wrong about my thoughts on Les Mis. No, I just wanted to make sure you knew that they were opinion and not fact. Oh, Okay. That's all. You can have your opinion. I do. And I can believe it's wrong. Yes. That's cool. Anyway, we'll be back again next week where we'll talk about some other stuff that'll happen between now and next week. Well, I'm sure next week we'll talk about competition. That. And we'll talk about maybe some financial counseling. Uh, yes. That's <laughs> 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 fun stuff. Yes, it Here's is. Cliff and I have been married almost 17 years. We are totally not on the same page financially. Not yet. Hey, Forever. Until, <laughs> until next time. Live your life with purpose.